Sorrow and dead in my sin Lost without hope of no place to begin Your love made a way to let mercy come in When death was arrested Good morning, children. <clears throat> I'm just driving my truck again in the middle of the night. It's not in the middle of the night, it's about 5.30. And as I'm driving away, I notice my door light is ajar. And it looks like someone tried to break into the truck last night. The door isn't closing all the way. So, don't know what to do with that. I'm going to take it to a body shop or something. Um, <coughs> anyway, today is Labor Day 2022. You and your Mom and Grandma are going to be going to, uh, excuse me, got it. the Exploratorium today, and I'm going to be working. <clears throat> right. So, just still getting over that cold. <laughs> you know, colds get longer <laughs> the older you are. It's really frustrating. Someone bent my car door. It makes me sad. <clears throat> Anyways. That's oh, really unfortunate. <coughs> so, this past weekend has been... Uh, did a lot of work. Me and you guys drove to your grandma's house and then we went to her store public storage completely emptied out her her public storage place and then we uh, brought it back to her house and unloaded it to wherever she wanted it unloaded what else did we do we Every time I lock it, it does a weird sound. It does two sounds. It doesn't do it. It's never done that before. What's going on with this car? And then uh, we went home, and <clears throat> that was Saturday. We had a relaxing day yesterday. We, I mean, we went to church, and then we went to your grandpa's. You know, he's staying with your granduncle Kevin, and you guys went swimming. I, did, I really didn't want to go swimming. It was like 90 degrees. I, I don't, you guys know that, I don't like swimming. And so I Ubered home. <sighs> and that was nice. I went to the office, did a little bit of work. And then, uh, I made it home. I walked home, actually. So we're finishing up Second Kings. And you know what's funny is, um, to relax, your mom will listen to the Bible. She's reading or listening through the Bible in a year. And last week, last week, last time, it was last week for me, but last time I read about Manasseh, the son of Hezekiah, and how he reigned for 55 years. And I thought to myself, 
you know, he was an evil queen. Queen. He was an evil king. Why did he last so long? And it's explained in Chronicles why. We're not in Chronicles right now. And your mom last night was like laughing to herself. She's like, why did God allow Manasseh to reign 55 years? I just thought it was the funniest thing. Your mom's going through uh, Chronicles, not um, not Kings. So Chronicles is next. So we'll delve in more into the details in a lot of these kings that we've just been talking about. Will we not? Will we not delve into the into what these kings are going through? Um, I'm just using the same language they use. Are the rest of the deeds are they not written down in the book of the Chronicles? I've been on a theology kick lately, and I've seen a lot of videos on this app called TikTok. And a lot of people share their political views, religious views. Um, it was really an app designed to watch people like create dance routines, but it's kind of evolved into really show whatever video you want. I mean, really, any video almost. And it's an algorithm, so the videos you respond to and like, you'll see more of those. So my TikTok feed is full of people spouting their theology and cooking videos. Not barbecue videos. I don't need to click on those. I know to barbecue. Just a little jab right there. Um... Watching one guy who is a devout Jew. I, I, honestly, I don't know what he is, but he, he definitely doesn't believe in Jesus. And he called the Trinity satanic, which is blasphemous. And so I've been wanting to read some books on the Trinity and why it is absolutely scriptural. Because one day I'm sure you kids are going to ask me, what is the deal with Henry? A God in three forms. A triune God. And I want to be able to explain it simply, but also get into the nuance as much as a human can in that very complicated um, idea. So. so that's all. Well, we'll read to that. I'm really annoyed that I see my door light ajar. It really bothers me. I don't know what to do. I even see it. Someone obviously tried to get into this thing. Right? Very annoyed. Very annoyed. I wonder if the next door neighbor has cameras on the street. I may want to ask them. Well. I figure we'll read again at that same place we did last time. Um, that was a nice little quiet spot overlooking the ocean, looking at the that aircraft carrier on the other side of the water. It's an interesting area, this town. I wonder what you guys are up to in your lives. I'm reading today from the, what's it called? It's one of my favorite Bibles. It's the... Bible that has the standard 
English Standard Version. Yeah. Um, reading from the Bible that has all the creeds and confessions. Another thing I've been reading about is um, the history of our church since Acts. You know, how it kind of turned into what we have <coughs> today. A lot of, there's been a lot of changes these 2,000 years. Started with the Catholic Church and that church broke off, kind of fractured into many different types of churches and deciding what's canon, what's not, what scripture is believable, you know, trustworthy, what scripture is not. A lot of great men of faith deciding on all that stuff. Pause it for a second, guys. So, just winding through this area. Into this place. Our Bible study finished reading through Romans, and so I've got to figure out what we're going to be studying next, since I'm the leader of the study. wonder what we're going to do next. Some good people at this Bible study I like. Some I tolerate. Um, my gosh, it was it was one heck of a Bible study last week. Made a wife call her husband out for not supporting her, and she would not let it go. And she literally said, "Honey, you don't do that for me and our family." I just thought, oh, I don't want to be here. I want to slip out. Oh, God. Uh, maybe we could do a Bible study about husbands and wives. Maybe read through uh, Corinthians. I don't know. Enjoy today. So today I'm I'm working, and then I'm going to go to, with my hang out with my best friend. We we're going to watch the movie Jaws on IMAX. I'm so excited because it's it's one of the it's one of the best ever written screenplays. Jaws. 
couple speeches in it that just blow me away. Um, just gives me chills. One of them is Quint. Quint is one of the people in the his speech. He's talking about uh, Indianapolis. The sinking of it. Just, just a really well-made movie. I wrote a book. I mentioned before. I'm thinking about completely redoing it. I think it could be really good. Good series. Mm. I'm excited to finish Second Kings. I want to get into Chronicles. You know? This history is just so fascinating to me. It's the history of God redeeming his people. This place could be so creepy at night. Driving by all these weird abandoned buildings. You know, you're just you're you're positive that there are people staying in here or there's illicit activities happening. It's it's a little it gives me pause when I drive by. so violated that someone tried to break into this thing. I don't even know what the hell they're doing. When I was a young public defender, I... One of my first cases was... Uh, of many. There are like so many cases, but one of them I remember was possession of burglary tools, and the police report said he had a bunch of spark plugs on him, and I just thought, they're spark plugs, I don't, what do you mean burglary tools, and I like made a joke of it, and I was minutes away from questioning the officer in a hearing about something else, and I was going to ask about, you know, the spark plugs, and... My supervisor said, it's so ridiculous, spark plugs. And the supervisor's like, what do you mean? I said, well, they're spark plugs. They're not, they're not burglary tools. And my supervisor said, they absolutely are burglary tools. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, when you take a spark plug and you throw it in a car window, you don't hear a shatter. It just, it's just all the, 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 the window, you don't hear it break. The window shatters, and you just hear like light pebbles of glass falling down. That's because the spark plug is made of metal and porcelain. As soon as you it breaks, it shatters, and the shattering of the porcelain shatters the window, and so on and so forth. It allows um, for uh, an easy way to break into cars. So I was just thinking, I'd rather someone break my my car that way. It's easier, I think, to replace a window than, like, fix a door. But what do I know? So kids, if you ever want to break into a car, have some spark plugs. 
Don't do that. Stanley was a fat son. Then again, breaking into your own car is fine. Like, there's an emergency. I always had this irrational fear that I would lock you kids in a car as it was idling when you were sleeping, you know, as babies. That never happened. Did it? No, I don't think so. I had to remember that one. Right now I'm driving beside a bunch of airline, airplane hangers. I mean, these are like five stories tall. Completely abandoned. town in a way. I've described it before. I'm sure you're getting bored with it. Your mom woke up at 4.30 this morning like I did and she couldn't sleep. <coughs> she has this thing where she has this candle and this big bowl of a glass that goes on top of it that illuminates the, the room. She's been lighting that at, at some nights and then started reading. Which is really hilarious to me. It's like, what century are we in? So she did that last night, or like a couple hours ago, and then she uh, went back to sleep. Your mom's a very hard worker. She really doesn't know what, it's, what it is to rest. She's just like, one thing, the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. I gotta do the next thing, you know. That's probably why she's been so successful in her life. I hope you kids can learn how to rest without any stress. Bumpy road. flyway. It's definitely someone trying to break in. Because I can see like crowbar marks on the weather, weather pane on the glass. Alrighty. Second Kings. Second Kings 23. Where are we? Here we go. Texting me at 4.30. Oh, people. Okay. All right. 
2 Kings chapter 23. Then the king sent, and all the elders of Judah sent. Oh. Then the king sent, and all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem were gathered to him. And the king went up to the house of the Lord, and with him all the men of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and the priests and the prophets, all the people, <clears throat> both small and great. And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant that had been found in the house of the Lord. And the king stood by the pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul to perform the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And all the people joined in the covenant. And the king commanded Hilkiah, the high priest and the priests of the second order, and the keepers of the threshold, to bring out of the temple of the Lord all the vessels made for Baal and Asherah and for all the host of heaven. He burned them outside Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron and carried their ashes to Bethel. <coughs> and he deposed the priests whom the kings of Judah had ordained to make offerings in the high places at the cities of Judah and around Jerusalem. Those also who burned incense to Baal, to the sun and the moon and the constellations and all the hosts of the heavens. And he brought out the Asherah from the house of the Lord outside Jerusalem to the brook Kidron and burned it at the brook Kidron and beat it to dust and cast the dust out of it upon the graves of the common people and he broke down the houses of the male cult prostitutes who were in the house of the lord oh my god where the women wove hangings for the asherah and he brought all the priests out of the cities of judah and defiled the high places where the priests had made offerings from geba rejiba to beersheba and he broke down the high places of the gates that were at the entrance of the gate of joshua the governor of the city, which were on ones left at the gate of the city. However, the priests of the high places did not come up to the altar of the Lord in Jerusalem, but they ate unleavened bread among their brothers. And he defiled Topheth, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnon, that no one might burn his son or daughter as an offering to Moloch. And he removed the horses that the kings of Judah had dedicated to the sun at the entrance of the house of the Lord, by the chamber of Nathan Melech, the chamberlain, which was in the precincts, and he burned the chariots of the sun with fire, and the altars on the roof of the upper chamber of the Ahaz, which the kings of Judah had made, and the altars that Manasseh had made in the two courts of the house of the Lord. He pulled down and broke in pieces the cast, and cast the dust of them into the brook Kidron. And the king defiled the high places that were east of Jerusalem to the south of the Mount of the Corruption, which Solomon the king of Israel had built for Ashereth, the abomination of the Sidonians, and for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, and for Milcom, the, the abomination of the Ammonites. And he broke in pieces the pillars, and cut down the ashram, and filled... <coughs> Why am I coughing so much? Hang on. <coughs> Pause for a second. Maybe I'm reading too fast. I read too fast, by the way. I'm sorry, guys. suck
Moreover, the altar at Bethel, the high place, erected by Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin, that altar with the high place he pulled down and burned, reducing it to dust. He also burned the Asherah. And as Josiah turned, he saw the tombs there on the mount, and he sent and took the bones out of the tombs and burned them on the altar and defiled it. According to the word of the Lord, the man of God proclaimed, who had predicted these things. Then he said, What is the monument that I see? And the men of the city told him, It is the tomb of the man of God who came from Judah and predicted these things that you have done against the altar of Bethel. And he said, Let him be. Let no man move his bones. So they let his bones alone with the bones of the prophet who came out of Samaria. And Josiah removed all the shrines, also the high places that were in the cities of Samaria, which kings of Israel had made, provoking the Lord to anger. He did to them according to all that he had done at Bethel, and he sacrificed all the priests of the high places who were there on the altars, and burned human bones on them. Then he returned to Jerusalem. And the king commanded all the people, Keep the Passover to the Lord your God, as it is written in this book of the covenant. For no such Passover has been kept since the days of the judges, who judged Israel, or during the days of the kings of Israel, or of the kings of Judah. But in the eighteenth year of King Josiah, this Passover was kept to the Lord in Jerusalem. Moreover, Josiah put away the mediums and the necromancers and the household gods and the idols and all the abominations that were seen in the land of Judah. And in Jerusalem, that he might establish the words of the law that were written in the book that Hilkiah the priest found in the house of the Lord. Before him, <clears throat> there was no king like him who turned to the Lord with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his might, according to the law of Moses, nor did any like him arise after that, or after him. Still, the Lord did not turn from the burning of this great wrath by which his anger was kindled against Judah, because of all the provocations with which Manasseh had provoked him. And the Lord said, I will remove Judah also out of my sight, as I have removed Israel, and I will cast off the city that I have chosen, Jerusalem, and the house of which I said, My name shall be there. Now the rest of the acts of Josiah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah? In his days, Pharaoh, Necho, king of Egypt, went to the king of Assyria, to the river Euphrates. King Josiah went to meet him, and the Pharaoh Necho killed him at Megiddo as soon as he saw him. And his servants carried him dead in a chariot from Megiddo, and brought him to Jerusalem, and buried him in his own tomb. And the people of the land took Jehoaz, the son of Josiah, and anointed him, and made him king in his father's place. Jehoaz was twenty-three years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hamatol, the daughter of Jeremiah of Libna, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his fathers had done. And Pharaoh Necho put him in bonds at Ribah in the land of Hamath, and he might not reign in Jerusalem, and laid on the land a tribute of a hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. And Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim, the son of Josiah, king in the place of Josiah his father, and changed his name to Jehoiakim. But he took Jehoaz away, and he came to Egypt and died there. And Jehoiakim <coughs> gave the silver and the gold to Pharaoh, but he taxed the land to give the money according to the command of Pharaoh. He exacted the silver and gold of the people and the land from everyone, according to his assessment, to give it to Pharaoh Necho. Jehoiakim 
was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Zebedah, the daughter of Pediah of Rumah. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his fathers had done. Well, that's like a really long chapter. Chapter 23. I'm going to read a couple more, and then we'll end 2 Kings. I just want to see if I have my um, MacArthur Study Bible, because that has better commentary. This one doesn't. And since I'm not a theologian, I don't know. Oh, there we go. I don't know the... Is this the... No, it's the Cultural Background Study Bible. And it is... Oh, it kids went away. Um... studies study Bible and studies the cultures and I like it because it's got the thumbprint things too where is it second Kings let's see second Kings 23 let's see what, what they have to say I love the smell of a Bible. Like the leather. And... Reading, reading. I don't want to get too far. Ooh, it looks like Nebuchadnezzar is about to show up on the scene. That guy was extremely evil. Let me take a rest for a second. I'm, uh, let me turn my dome light off. That's what I've been using to read. Magical, if I could use that term. <sighs> Another place like it. Lately, I've been trying to get closer to the king in our family. <clears throat> oh, pal, you're so loving. <clears throat> You're just, you're so loving and just passionate, so passionate. You're the guy that'll probably write, you know, a beautiful romance story or, or just be an amazing, like, husband, you know, very passionate. Your wife will probably want for nothing. Nice. Oh. The youngest, our little spy. <coughs> He's been getting closer and closer to me too. Um, we've been laying in bed with him a little bit, and uh, <laughs> so funny. Your grandma gave him a lamp. This is a lamp that was in her parents' bedroom. It's I call it the Jesus lamp. It's essentially a frame that is deep, and it's a picture of 
you know, the iconic Jesus praying, the iconic white Jesus, you know, even though he's Middle Eastern, um, he's praying, and when you flick the switch, it is like a spotlight, and he, and you wanted it for your, um, you wanted it, uh, as a nightlight, I was telling your mom, she's like, I gotta go turn the nightlight on, night light on, I was like, well, let's just call a spade a spade, which is, that's a spotlight. I mean, it's like having, it's like illuminating the whole room. It is so bright in that room. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. I, I remember we turned it, I was like laying in bed with him and, and your mom turned it on and it like hurt my eyes. <laughs> and then you were fine. You're like, oh, okay, it's on. Okay, dad, you can go if you want. You guys know that we like to have our quote unquote private time, which is hilarious. Uh, I'll get to that later. We'll, we'll read some of uh, Solomon's works. And we'll get more into that. All right. Second Kings chapter 24. In his days, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up, and Jehoiakim became the servant, his servant for three years. Then he turned and rebelled against him, and the Lord sent against him bands of Chaldeans and the bands of Syrians, bands of Moabites and the bands of Ammonites. And sent them against Judah to destroy it, according to the word of the Lord that he spoke by his servants, the prophets. Surely this came upon Judah at the command of the Lord to remove them out of his sight. For the sins of Manasseh, according to all that he had done, and also for the innocent blood that had been shed. For he filled Jerusalem with innocent blood, and the Lord would not pardon. Now the rest of the deeds of Jehoiakim and all that he did are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? So Jehoiakim slept with his fathers, and, Je and Jehoiachin, his son, reigned in his place. And the king of Egypt did not come again out of his land, for the king of Babylon had taken all that belonged to the king of Egypt, from the brook of Egypt to the river Euphrates. <clears throat> Jehoiachin was 18 years old when he became king, and he reigned three months, in another three months. His mother's name was ne Nehushta, the daughter of Elnathan of Jerusalem. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father had done. At that time, the servants of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up to Jerusalem, and the city was besieged. And Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to the city while his servants were besieging it. And Jehoiachin, the king of Judah, gave himself up to the king of Babylon himself, and his mother and his servants, and his officials, and his palace officials. The king of Babylon took him prisoner in the eighth year of his reign, and carried off all the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house, and cut in pieces all the vessels of gold in the temple of the Lord, which Solomon, king of Israel, had made. As the Lord had foretold, he carried away all Jerusalem and all the officials and all the mighty men of, of valor, ten thousand captives, and all the craftsmen and the smiths. None remained except the poorest people of the land, and he carried away Jehoiachin to Babylon, the king's mother, the king's wives, his officials, and the chief men of the land he took into captivity <coughs> from Jerusalem to Babylon. And the king of Babylon brought captive to Babylon all the men of valor, 7,000, the craftsmen and the metal workers, 1,000, all the men strong and fit for war. And the king of Babylon made Mataniah, Jehoiachin's uncle, king in his place, and changed his name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he became king, and he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hamutal, the daughter of Jeremiah of Libna, 
And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that Jehoiakim had done. For because of the anger of the Lord, it came to the point in Jerusalem and Judah, that he cast them out from his presence, and Jedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. Give me a second. That's chapter 24. Oh, the sun's coming up. <sighs> what is this? Sorry, I should not be checking email right now. Oh. I'm usually kind of sad when we finish a, a book. Bible. So much. You know. I, I think I've taken a little too long on Second Kings, though. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> Let me just clear my throat. Chapter 25. And in the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month of the tenth day of, of the month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came with all his army against Jerusalem and laid siege to it. And they built Excuse me. And they built siege works all around it. So the city was besieged till the eleventh year of King Zedekiah. On the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine was so severe in the city that there was no food for the people of the land. Then a breach was made in the city, and all the men of war fled by night by the way of the gate between the two walls by the king's garden. And the Chaldeans were around the city, and they went in the direction of the, of the Arabah. But the army of the Chaldeans pursued the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho, and all his army was scattered from him. Then they captured the king and brought him up to the king of Babylon at Ribna, Ribla, and they passed sentence to him. <clears throat> they slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes and put out the eyes of Zedekiah and bound him in chains and took him to Babylon. In the fifth month, of, on the seventh day of the month, that was the nineteenth year of King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuzaradan, the captain of the bodyguard, a servant of the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem, and he burned the house of the Lord, and the king's house and all the houses of Jerusalem, every great house he burned down. And all the army of the Chaldeans, who were with the captain of the guard, broke down the walls around Jer Jerusalem. And the rest of the people who were left in the city, and the deserters who had deserted to the king of Babylon, together with the rest of the multitude, Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, carried into exile. But the captain of the guard left some of the poorest of the land to be vine dressers and plowmen. And the pillars of bronze that were in the house of the Lord, and the stands of the bronze sea that were in the house of the Lord, the Chaldeans broke in pieces and carried the bronze to Babylon. And they took away the pots and the shovels and the snuffers and the dishes for incense and all the vessels of bronze used in the temple service. The firepans also in the bowl, bowls. What was of gold the captain of the guard took away as gold, and what was of silver as silver? As for the two pillars, the one sea and the one that stands that Solomon had made for the house of the Lord, the bronze and all the vessels was beyond weight. The height of one of the pillars was 18 cubits, and on it was a capital of bronze. The height of the capital was three cubits. A latticework and pomegranates all the bronze were all around the capital, and the second pillar had the same with the latticework. And the captain of the guard took Sariah, the chief priest, and Zephaniah, the second priest, and the three keepers of the threshold, 
and from the city he took an officer who had been in command of the men of the men of war and five men of the king's council who were found in the city and the secretary of the commander of the army who mustered the, <coughs> the people of the land and 16 men of the people of the land who were found in the city and Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, took them and brought them to the king of Babylon at Riblah. And the king of Babylon struck them down and put them to death at, at, at Riblah in the land of Hamath. So Judah was taken in exile out of its land. And over the people who remained in the land of Judah whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had left, he appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, son of Shaphan, governor. Now when all the captains and their men heard that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah, governor, they came with their men of Gedaliah at Mizpah, <coughs> namely Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, and Jahanan, the son of Kariah, and Sariah, the son of Tanhumeth, and Nedaphathite, and Jazaniah, the son of Mechathite, and Jedaliah swore to them and their men, saying, Do not be afraid because of the Chaldean officials. Live in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it shall be well with you. But in the seventh month, Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, son of Elishama, of the royal family, came with ten men and struck down Gedaliah and put him to death along with the Jews and the Chaldeans who were with him at Mizpah. Then all the people, both small and great, and the captains... forces arose and went to Egypt for they were afraid of the Chaldeans. In the 37th year of the exile of Jer Jehoiachin, king of Judah, in the 12th month, on the 12th, on the 27th day of the month, evil Merodach, king of Babylon, in the year that he began to reign graciously, freed Jehoiachin, king of Judah, from prison. And he spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat above the seats of the kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiachin put off his prison garments, and every day of his life he dined regularly at the king's table, and for his allowance a regular allowance was given him by the king, according to his daily needs as long as he lived. And that is Second Kings. One thing I, I get from Second Kings a lot is when God says he's going to do something, believe him. I'm going to get out of my truck right now and walk around. I have a better view of what happened in my car last night. It's already warm. It's supposed to be a heat wave right now. All right, let's see. So, oh boy, what on earth? All right. Yes, one definitely. Opening and closing this thing for a while now. Oh gosh, yeah. <sighs> well, the sun has risen, <clears throat> and it is already. Let's see, what time is it? Not what time is it? It's how warm is it? It is already 66 degrees. Oh my God, it's gonna be 88. Too hot. So, you know, kids, I can wax poetic about 
whatever was here and whatever God was doing. And, and one thing I, I just have to say is, oh, it's nice. Um, try and keep God's commands because every sin carries some type of curse. You don't want to be cursed by God because there's no way around uh, getting away from it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm saying. I, um, be grateful for salvation. Because, as far as I understand, everyone who believed in God at this time, this is, this is pre-Jesus Christ in human form, by the way. I, I believe everyone went to sleep with their fathers. It's called Sheol. So I don't know what, that's got to be some type of heaven. But I, I think, as Christians, we should be grateful for our saving faith in Jesus Christ. Anyways. How are you guys doing? I wonder if I'm alive when you guys are listening to this. I wonder if you ever ask me about it. By the way, the goal of this is not for me to get praise heaped onto me. That's, that's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this for posterity. Maybe you'll keep my voice, be able to hear it when you miss me. But the real head fake is, in listening to this, you'll become closer to Jesus Christ. Now I'm going to go home, and hopefully your mom's still sleeping. Maybe I'll cuddle up to her, because it's one of my favorite things in the whole world, cuddling your mom and uh, yeah I don't I don't know what else I love you kids I really do I love seeing you I love seeing you guys react to each other you guys are so loving to each other it's so nice to see you guys can't wait to get home. I miss you guys. Uh, this is an important thing I'm doing, but I miss you guys. So. Anyways, I love you very much. Give your mom a call. Tell her, just tell her hi. Tell her you love her. <clears throat> Forgive her, you know. I'm sure she might have said something that, that struck a chord. We're, we're not trying to upset you kids. You know, we're just we're people that have been beaten down by society as well and, and, and our families as well so our goal isn't to try and discourage you from doing anything it's to offer you some wisdom so if you have things that are upsetting you because we said something we, we did not mean it personally we love you a billion percent we just want what's best for you and you know what? At the end of the day, when all the chips are on the table, you're going to be the only ones to make that decision. Not me, not your mom. 
but <coughs> all we can do is guide and advise. At the end of the day, you guys make the decisions and have to live with them. And we'll live with you with those decisions and love you more than anything. So, sorry, this is really bumpy, loud road I'm on. It's almost comical. So, all right. As always, I love you all. I'm proud of you, all of you, and uh, I like you guys too. You guys are good people. You're my people. You're God's people. And with everything and your being, do it for the kingdom and the king. God bless. Great.